Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Barpath Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have a Q&A podcast. All right, you know the drill. Three questions. If you want to ask us questions, join our Facebook group, Stronger Than Your Boyfriend. Hit us up there. Slide into the DMs at Barpath Fitness on the IG and email us if you're cool yes. like that. Totally. All right. Let's okay. Do it. All right. Question number one. I have been reverse dieting for about six months and I've been maintaining at 2,500 calories for about two months now. I know I should maintain longer, but I want to cut. What should I cut my calories to? Well, I feel like the you kind of answered your own question. Like You probably mm-hmm. should maintain longer if that's like your inkling. I just feel like this, most people have this like, urge to get leaner and cut but if you just trust the process and stick it out a little longer i think you'll see the results that you want to see but anyways let's answer the actual question that depends so it depends on how fast you want to cut down how fast you want to lose body fat so if and that also means you know how quickly do you want to eat less so if you and only being at 2500 calories you don't it's a good spot to be in, but it's not a a huge range. So I feel like the general, a general recommendation is cut your calories by two to 300 and then stay there until you plateau and then cut them again. But then, you know, there's only so many times you can cut down before you're absolutely miserable and it's unsustainable. So, you know, I guess short answer to your question is you can do whatever you want. You're an adult. Long answer is, figure out what you feel best at. And if you're okay with losing a little bit of body fat in a slower manner, then maybe make your deficit one to 200 calories versus like three to 500. So side note that has nothing to do with this. I was talking to my mom the other day and she actually listened to the podcast. Thanks mom. Thanks for listening. And yeah, cause she didn't listen for a while, but she listened to a couple episodes and she, I didn't know she had listened to the episode and we were talking about something and she's like, cause I'm a grown ass adult. And I was like, <laughs> that's, that's funny. From the, that's from Katie. Hi, Julie. It was funny. <laughs> Hi, Julie. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, well, yeah, what are your thoughts on this? Because, again, it's just so, so individual. It depends on the person. Yeah, I mean, I know it feels like forever because you've been reverse dieting for six months, right? And then you're maintaining for two. If you can even hold on for one more month, I think that would be good. You know, get that three months in there of 2,500 calories. Um, but I understand where you're coming from. I understand how you feel, but I guess my whole thing with reverse dieting is typically when you're reverse dieting, and I don't know you know, if you have a nutritionist, if you're doing this yourself or whatnot, but typically you have a plan and you've already seen this plan through for eight months. So whatever the plan is, don't veer off of it now, right? That's I guess that's what I'm saying because eight months in, if you were to change the plan, it just feels like that's not kind of, you know, what they say, trusting the process. That's not following through yeah. with the process. And what if that derails your entire eight months? I think if I had gone eight months already on a plan, I would not want to just change it. Um, I understand things happen and you have to change it. But if you just, it's just because you feel, you don't feel like it. Um, I would recommend you know, revisiting the plan. What does it say? How long does it say to reverse diet? Like, are you cutting off, you know, a month early? Are you cutting off three months early? Like what, what's happening right now that makes you want 
to cut? Is it just because you're uncomfortable? And how long do you have to go? Um, I guess that's my two cents is think about the plan first. Yeah, I already know the answer because it's most answers. It's they probably feel uncomfortable. They probably put on some muscle, their weights up on the scale and they may put on have put on a little bit of body fat because they increase their calories and they just want to cut. They're being greedy. That's I mean, that's I know that's not the right word, but it's it's like it's a fitting word. It's just you have to trust the process. Like we've talked about before, you should take years to build muscle. You know, you can sprinkle some like shorter cuts in between there. But yeah, when you're when you do a long reverse diet, you have to just trust the process, be shift your mindset to, okay, I'm going to be a little bit heavier right now. I'm putting on muscle. That is the goal so that I, it's easier to get leaner in the future. So I, it, again, it's up to you. I, you know, a general deficit recommendation is like two to 300 calories. And then once you plateau, drop another two, th- two to 300 calories. Once you plateau again, drop another two, two to 300 calories. That seems kind of miserable to me. I would never want to do that, but I get it. Sometimes that's your goals. You know, it's just, it's yeah. a, goal that you like feel like you overwhelmingly need to to hit it's like an overwhelmingly overwhelming feeling so yeah i hope uh some of our two cents maybe helped shift your mindset but we shall see you should join our facebook group and yes let us know. yes i actually another side note because i love tangents at early yes. in the morning before coffee's kicked in um i While have I'm gained in my car recording yes i have gained <laughs> seven and a half pounds and my glutes are growing and I just want to say that I'm very excited about it. Also, my midsection stomach is growing, but I am embracing it because my lower body is finally putting on some mass. And um, I remember, I always think back to what was my goal at the beginning of the year. Katie, do you remember? I said, I want to grow my glutes. Grow the glutes. I want to grow the glutes. So I am committed to growing the glutes. And that means you have to eat. Oh, I'm eating a lot. Yeah, whether you want to oh, call it a reverse diet, whether you want to call it building muscle, it's all the same thing. But it's like you have a goal. This is your goal. Set a time frame for your goal and commit to it. Like don't be wishy-washy with it. If you're trying to build your metabolism, that takes yeah. years. Yes. So commit to it. Yes. And yeah, you'll grow yeah. a nice ass in between. Maybe <laughs> maybe eating. I should talk about this more in the Facebook group as I go through this because it it I mean, it really does screw with your head a little bit when you gain weight, even for me. It does. But man, am I getting strong. So, you know, maybe maybe yeah. we'll talk about it more. All right. I mean, yeah. just a spot, final tangent. It, it fucks with your head when you gain weight. Like it happens to all of us. But also, like if I lost a bunch of weight, I feel like that would fuck with my head too because I'd yes. be like, oh shit, how much I'm of that was muscle? muscle? Yeah. God, like that kind of messes with my head Actually, too. Actually, so. that happens to me a lot. Even when I lose a few pounds, I start to feel like small <laughs> I panic I panic I know it's weird it's it's silly it's like I I gain weight and I'm like Meh, and then I lose weight and I'm like oh no <laughs> so much work I love it all right all right <laughs> next question question number two for hanging knee raises my grip fails before my core does should I wear wrist wraps to help me do more raises or is this movement more about strengthening my grip so it's about strengthening both. I just feel like we're just kind of splitting hairs here. Just do the hanging knee raises. Grab onto the bar. If your course, if your grip strength gives out, okay, then that's where the set ends. I just feel like if you're not strong enough to hang on to the bar while you're doing those, you need to build your grip strength up. So yeah, I would say it's, you know, it's not the main purpose of the exercise. The main purpose is to train your core, but you need to be able to hold on to the bar to do it. So 
I guess you could wear straps if you really like if you're like, I my main goal for this year is to get big brick abs. And yeah, I guess you can throw on some straps and really work your core to, you know, get the most amount of reps you can in this set. But I just think like, let's build your grip strength. If you get five reps, you get five reps. Try to really focus on your core, squeeze the ab muscles as you're driving your knees up. Um, you know, We have a, I feel like we have a blog, we have a podcast on how to do those correctly. So we're not going to get into mm -hmm. that, but try to make it the focus as far as, you know, you're, you're doing the hanging knee raises, make the, the core your focus. But, you know, if your grip gives out, your grip gives out. That's that's my opinion. Like if, it, if this was my client, I'd be like, oh, OK, well, we're going to we're going to kill your grip now because we need to be able to we need to be strong enough to hold on to the bar to do this movement. So, yeah, uh, it goes back to what's your program? What's the goal? We have a whole exactly. podcast on grip strength. Um, we also have a podcast on when to wear certain equipment like wrist wraps. Oh, yeah, um, that was fun. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like fitness tools and when to use them or something like that. But I'll look for it and try to add it to the show notes. But basically, yeah, yeah, you, you know, it depends on the goal. And it always goes back to the goal. That's kind yeah. of the answer to every question. Yeah. <laughs> Q&A <My>, over. <laughs> yeah, my my general recommendation, though, I have a preference. Just don't wear straps. Yeah. But I mean, you can if you want. Again, you're a grown ass adult. Yeah, for hanging knee raises, I feel like. It's mm. like I've never seen that happen. And I'm. I feel like I would be like, uh, what's that? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, any sort of hanging, I I don't think. I mean, you yeah, could use is... chalk. You could try some chalk. chalk that might will, help yeah. you. Chalk is good just so you don't feel like you're actually slipping off the bar. I totally understand that. Like I've I've used chalk for on specific bars for like hanging knee raises or hanging movements just because mm -hmm. I'm like the you know, some barbell or some bars at some gyms are just so slippery and I don't even know what surface or what material they use to create them and it's really annoying. But other than that, Let's train the grip. Get the grip strong. Yep. Cool. All right. Last question. Any advice for building my general endurance? I am getting winded, playing with my kid, and doing other daily activities. I am looking for just general health advice for this. Yeah. We'll do cardio. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. But I guess you're looking for like, what kind of cardio? When should I do cardio? So I would... I feel like I need a little more context. Like how active are you throughout the day? Because generally, like you'll get a decent base of endurance doing that. Like if you're walking, if you are playing with children, et cetera, et cetera. But I get the need to improve that. So you don't feel like you're out of breath, you know, every single every single time you play or walk the dog or whatever. So this you may need to do some structured cardio to build the endurance. And we've talked about this before, like if you're, you know, relating it to strength training, if you're getting winded and your heart rate won't come down in between your 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 strength training sets, then maybe it's time to do some structured endurance training. So this just sounds like they want to get healthier in daily life. I would do like start. I mean, you can start out at maybe two to three days per week of 20 to 40 minutes, just depending on the time you have at that like zone two range, which is, you know, you're at you can still talk. It's kind of hard to talk, but you can still talk, uh, you know, as far as like where your heart rate is. I'm not going to give you like certain BPMs because I don't know you. Um, so but yeah, I mean, you just want to do general general activities that you like. I mean, you can go for a run. You can do the rower. You can do the bike, something like that, where it's a little more structured to actually improve your endurance. So and you can also, you know, you could throw in like a high intensity day, but you have to be careful with programming. It's just like with strength training. You, you don't want to overdo it. You're going to throw in like one higher intensity cardio day. And then the other days of the week, you're doing, you know, the slower, you know, 
endurance training or like zone two training that everyone loves nowadays. It just, it depends on programming. Like you don't want to kill yourself with the high intensity day. And then you think you're doing, you know, low intensity cardio, but really you're doing like medium to high. So yeah, you have to be aware of like how high your heart rate is when you're doing cardio and is it coming back down? Is it staying elevated the whole time, et cetera. So anyways, that was just like a tangent on programming. So yeah. What are your thoughts? My question is, what are you doing now? And are you doing any strength training at all? Exactly. Yeah. So like if you are, then yes, you're going to add in some endurance stuff. But typically what we see when we work with people who are either sedentary or just getting into fitness and they want like general advice for helping, you know, playing with their kids or just like keeping up with a certain activity or something, the lower body strength training stuff, especially if you're going to do them in like moderate to higher rep sometimes that will assist your endurance as well especially when it comes to like playing with kids i think about like bending down you know like squatting like kneeling like Mm -hmm. you know like lunges squats and deadlifts can be you know huge for this and maybe you're doing you know moderately decent high reps for those squats you know anything like 10 to 15 or something um or, or lunges or something like that like that will also build your endurance it'll be some muscular endurance and your heart rate will get up with some yeah. of that too so if you're not doing that i would actually start say start with yeah. the strength training first and add walking in too and then you can you know try more as you go to get to get a little bit better endurance yeah. And you like when you're when you're doing a set, even if it's like some lateral raises, your heart rate's still going to get up. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing compound movements. Your heart rate is going to get up and it's going to stay elevated for maybe 30 to 60 mm-hmm. seconds, depending how, you know, on how in shape you are. So you are kind of doing a form of high intensity, like cart, you know, interval training when you are strength training. But it's important to rest. Obviously, we talked we've talked about in the past. Um, I actually think scrolling through our episodes for some reason the other day and i think we actually have a Q&A about building endurance with strength training but oh, cool. maybe i i yeah we'll have to link that i'll have to go back and find it but i think we talked about that i'm not i think i saw it i don't I'm, hopefully i'm not making this up but i'm pretty sure i saw that i was just scrolling past it but yeah like if you aren't strength training just start like one to two days per week and you'd actually be surprised by how in shape you feel just generally in shape like cardiovascular you know strength wise so start there and like heather said just start walking but if you do want to add in some like structured cardio because you do feel like you get winded a lot then yeah maybe like one to three times a week 30 minutes of whatever cardio equipment of choice or if you want to run outside or whatever so it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. the thing with cardio is that you just have to you just have to do it and it's 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 just here's the time that you're going to do it you know there's not yes i said programming is important because you don't want to burn yourself out but if you're like okay i'm going to go bike for 30 minutes that's what you're going to do and then you want to try to stay in that like it feels hard to talk but you can still talk range so i feel like that's a good general recommendation so cool all right all right cool well if you like this podcast please rate and review it it helps a little podcast get seen because we do cool shit like recording our cars when we need to. <laughs> Long story. Long story. But anyways, and share it with all your awesome lifting friends and non-lifting friends. Yes. All right. Peace out. <laughs>